Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Uh, this is Jim. Joining me is Tyler. And we are here to discuss another Pirates victory here on the NS9 postgame show. Pirates win 2-1. to one. It is their sixth, sixth. win in sixth a row. In a row. <laughs> um, 2-1, to low-scoring ball game. Uh, got yeah. done relatively quickly, too. Under, I think it was under, uh, you know, like two and a half yeah. hours. A little bit longer than normal, but... Um, but had yeah, the, had the rain delay as well. We had the rain delay. It didn't kick off until seven seven oh five ish. But uh, yeah, your pirates fifteen and seven now. Um, and let's head riding high, six straight wins in a row. Yeah, yeah it's against the Rockies and the Reds, but like they're you, beating. You can only, yeah, you can only beat the teams that are in front of you. Um, the pitching's been fantastic, really, for the last two weeks. We didn't see the bats come alive like we've seen what seems like has been going on this entire streak. But the, the pitching just kept them in the game and kept their reds off the scoreboard. Just every night something is coming together right now. Yeah, and tonight it was just the quality start streak did end. Yeah. However, still a very productive outing from Rich Hill. Five innings, one run. He struck out seven. Mm-hmm. Danced around some some base runners pretty much yeah. the whole game. Six hits, three walks. Uh, but uh, yeah, what did you see out of Rich Hill today? It sounds it seems like after his first two starts, they were a little bumpy. Now this is more the Rich Hill I think we were kind of hoping to see. Yeah, we've seen some good Rich Hill I think recently. Um, tonight, home plate umpire helped out a little bit for Hill. He was just <laughs> the home plate umpire tonight was atrocious. Uh, Twitter was up in arms, but out of Rich Hill right now, I think we're really seeing him use that curveball to set the 87 mile an hour fastball up early in the year. It seemed like he was about 50, 50 fastball curveball right now. We're seeing a lot more curveball. It seems like um, he got some, I think 10 whiffs with the uh, fastball today or 10 total whiffs today. Yeah, um, it was getting here, yeah. five whiffs with the fastball, okay. three with the curveball, two with the cutter. So, yeah, 10, so ten total, total whiffs. But you mentioned a lot of curveball usage. It was it was his most used pitch. He threw forty four of them, which was forty six percent of his ninety six pitches he threw overall. Um, yeah, so he he went to that uh, often today. Yeah, um, we've seen a lot of that lately with him. I think after the first two starts with which weren't great uh, last year we saw a different kind of rich Hill where the curveball usage really spiked in the fastball dwindled under that 50, 50 mix that he was able to do when he was still thrown in the nineties. So he's finding a way to be a different kind of pitcher as he's in his almost mid forties. Now that he's, he's not going to be able to be that 50, 50 mix pitcher. It's going to be a lot of get me over curveballs. Um, that's why he has to drop it down to 63 miles an hour. 
the mix right now is really working for him in these last probably three, four starts. Yeah. And, and really vintage Rich Hill ever since he kind of started, you know, ascending into being a good pitcher, which really didn't start happening until he was 37, what, like 35, 36 years yeah. old. Yeah. Um, once he hit that, you know, uh, yeah. late thirties range, uh, he's just like really, really learned how to pitch and, yeah, the stuff isn't what it used to be. It never really was all that great, but he just does an excellent job of disrupting timing, right? You know, I think it was the Fort who said it like, the last time Rich yeah. Hill started, like hitting his timing, pitching is disrupting that timing. And Rich Hill has been doing a really good job of that. This is now three straight, you know, pretty good starts that he's put together. Yeah, and – the way he's able to throw that curveball for a strike, when he's able to do that, he's incredibly hard to hit. And he was able to do it today, even if it's a 63 mile an hour curveball. People don't understand how hard that is to put in play and hit it. It's hard not like you there. taking uh, Kyle Hendricks deep. That's a that's like an 88 mile an hour fastball. I can do that in okay. sleep. We're good Which is there. what Richel throws. So yeah, if he threw me a fastball, I got it. All now right. when you throw me that curveball, eh. I might struggle. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, just, I mean, any other thoughts on Rich Hill? I, I, like I said, he, um, like I said, the, the quality start streak ends, but nonetheless, you'll take five innings, one run out of your starter any day. Yeah, absolutely. Especially into the modern baseball. Um, five innings, one run ball. Like you said, dance your raindrops. Getting a little more comfortable with him right now. Maybe there is something left in the tank, which I might have worried a little bit if we saw three bad starts in a row starting the year, but seems like he's settling in decently well. Yeah. Um, wireless grapes ads. And I kind of want to touch on this because, you know, like, like, like why the hell does this work? Right. Yeah. Um, and it is, it is just fun to watch. Like I, I went to his first start in Cincinnati and I said it before, like the person sitting next to me was like, who in the hell is this guy? Like, because I think he threw one of those like 62 yeah. mile an hour curveballs or something. And they're like, what? They're like, how are we not hitting this guy? How are we not mashing him? But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, just effective work from Rich Hill, his past three outings. He looks like he's going to be just fine, I think. Yeah. Um, and then Brock right here, Rich Hill leaves after five. Johan Ramirez comes in. Johan Ramirez put some respect on his name. <laughs> no, he looked really good today. Um, another guy that you, the Pirates really need one more of these relievers to work out, so it's another guy to throw his hat in the ring there. Um, the stuff plays. The command's not always great. Um, if he can hone in on that, he showed tonight. He, he could be a pretty effective reliever, but a lot of these guys can. It's just finding one that's able to show some command out there and some consistency. It's yeah. it, it, just to add on to that real quick. It's so nice to have at least some arms with some velo in mm -hmm. the bullpen now. Well, I mean, he was getting the swings and misses. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, he, he had nine swings and misses all on his sinker. Uh, so that thing must oh, have been was dancing nice and, and, and moving around because, yeah, I mean, 18 swings, half of them were, were whiffs. Yeah, the sinker looked great. Um, and he, he, he should have had another strikeout also. Um, mm -hmm. Home plate umpire missed two strike three calls in an O2 count. So, and they gave up a single, but got out of that inning. 
He looked really good tonight. Um, like just you need one of these guys to work out. Yeah. Well, and and that was kind of the thing. Like today, kind of an odd situation. I don't think we have ran into. You know, we I guess we ran into this once earlier in the year where, you know, Holderman two straight outings, mm-hmm. uh, Bednar two straight outings. So then it was a matter of you know I always talk about bridging the gap between starter and Holderman Bednar. Mm-hmm. Now it's like there's no Holderman Bednar. So that that there's no there's no gap to bridge. Like. You just yeah. need a really long bridge here. <laughs> and that bridge is just going to take you to the end of the game. Pull the uh, shoe. So, <laughs> so the fact that they were able to get two effective, solid relief innings out of Johan Ramirez was just was just huge. Um, the Pirates have really struggled, I feel like, off of the Reds' bullpen this series. Like, when the Reds' bullpen have, has come in, they've pretty much been able to, to do what they need to against the Pirates. Um, but uh, – yeah, they 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 cut they, they kept this game close the whole time, and the Pirates held on to that small lead throughout the entire course of the game. Yeah, and you mentioned the two innings out of Ramirez, also the two out innings out of Underwood. That's four mm-hmm. innings from two guys in your pen when your pen's kind of worn down right now. That's huge. You only have to use two tonight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then there are guys that, like I said, you you don't expect to win two to one baseball games when. Bednar, Holderman mm-hmm. are out, right? Your two best relievers are out. It's tough to, to hold on to one-run leads. And Johan Ramirez and Dwayne Underwood Jr. stepped up today, and they provided four scoreless innings of relief. Dwayne Underwood's ninth inning was just like Damn. open, shut. Like he, It was like it was no problem. I don't even know how many pitches he threw, but he gets through his two innings with just 22 pitches, just completely ho-hum work, didn't allow a base runner. Mm-hmm. It, um, it helps when you have Brian Hayes playing third base. That hey, that play <laughs> that Hayes made, that was in the – oh, that was the start of the night. Yeah. Yeah. That play was – he does something like that every yeah. night. Yeah. Not to mention Connor Joe on the other end. He, he just does everything so well. But Brian Hayes is unbelievable. His anticipation, his baseball IQ is quick. It's just everything is so good. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't know how he does it. He's he's always in the right spot. He's always like he, his footwork is just impeccable. He he's never like struggling to get his timing down on a throw. Like he's just always in the right spot, and he's always in a position to make a throw once he gets that ball. It's it really is remarkable. Like he's just fun to watch. Yeah, and the way he can read a ball off a bat in a split second. I think it's just what really sets him apart. That's how he can make mm-hmm. everything look so easy because he's just there on plays he shouldn't be able to make. Yeah. I, I, that play he made was basically a grounder up the middle. I mean, I think we, with us seeing him just day in and day out, like last year, it was it was kind of hard to to accept that, you know, not winning the gold glove. And I think a lot of people took notice, right? I mean, he led the league in a lot of different categories, but Arenado ended up with it anyways. But uh, yeah, I, I, it's going to be hard. And we talked about it. I think me and uh, Doug talked about it on Thursday. But like, at what, like, what does he have to do to dethrone Arenado? Actually, it was my, I think it might have been me and you talking. No, I about think it was you and Doug. Okay. Um, because I think Doug said hit the ball better. Or you said hit the ball better. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Because, like, from a fielding standpoint, he is, like, Arenado's great. And, you know, you 
no one should diminish what Arenado is doing uh, in the stretch that he's had throughout his career. But like right now, I don't know if there's a better defender in all of baseball at any position than Q. Brian Hayes. Yeah. I mean, his defensive metrics right now are unreal. Yeah, he's already a four defensive run save going into this game, which would put him like at around yeah. a 30 pace, which and is just ridiculous. I mean, all that said, it's still it him elevating his defensive play right now, which I think he's doing, is very valuable with no O'Neill Cruz because they really do not have a shortstop right now, still. Yeah, Castro can be like serviceable at times, mm-hmm. but but yeah, there's still a lot of plays that Castro's not making yeah. that he probably should. Uh, we didn't run we didn't run into any of that today, I don't think so. No. But um, but yeah, we, we talked about Brian Hayes. Let's just kind of go to him also. Like, what does he need to do to win Gold Glove? And we ironically, yeah. you know, say hitting. But today, two for four, the triple, the yeah. triple, let um, off the game with a triple. Yeah. So you know, immediately puts the Pirates out in front, one to nothing. Uh, thanks to thanks to that triple, really. Um, his bat is. I feel like he's starting to heat up a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, still probably not where we want him, but he's he seems to be getting there. Yeah. The um, I I spoke with Donardo about this on one of our, one of the times we were on here, and I said I think I'm getting back on board the Cabrian Hayes train with the bat. Start to see a few things. The attack angle looks a little bit different right now. He's still hitting the ball hard. Um, we're seeing it in the air a lot more. But even you look at his expected, um, like expected Wobo is like 340. I th- it, he's hitting the ball a lot better than his numbers have shown to this point. I don't really care. It's about 340. Yeah. Is it 340? God, I got a big brain. I'm telling you yeah. what. That is big brain. And that is good. Yeah. Like, and he's really performing far below that right now. So you hope to see that kind of regress to the mean. Mm-hmm. And if there's your gold glove right there, just hit over a 100 WRC plus. There's your gold glove. Cause well, I that's think it just, probably like a six war player. Yeah. And it, and it just goes back to like, he hits the ball so hard. He makes contact at an excellent rate. His strikeout rate is at, 8.7 percent this year yeah so like when you're putting the ball in play that often and you're hitting the ball that hard like it's it's hard not to have offensive success so right. you you, you got to kind of feel like he, he's kind of turning the corner and, and hopefully we can see him take some uh some steps forward here his wrc plus hops up from it was 65 Everything. going into today it's now at 75 so yeah. uh, it goes up 10 points Let's see if we can get him, you know, in the in the triple digits here in the next, you know, maybe a couple weeks. No, really, I think you're absolutely right. Though the difference is the like lack of strikeouts. That's mm-hmm. a huge cut that he has this year. Yeah, so he was close to 22 percent last year, down to eight. If he can keep that probably below, like, if he keeps it below maybe 13, 14, he's going to be a decent hitter. Absolutely, like I said, he hits the ball too hard, too often. For there not for there to not be some sort of success there. Um, so so Hayes with a two hit game. Brian Reynolds, you know, right behind him, two doubles. Also, um, you love to see it because he had been struggling. Um, really, the Pirates this whole hot streak have done it really without any help from Brian Reynolds. 
Uh, he had gone three straight games without a hit. Uh, so, yeah, really nice to see two doubles out of Reynolds. Hopefully he's kind of back on the up and up. Yeah, both of his doubles right down the line. He was able to work his hands in. You saw a little bit of frustration, I think, recently from Reynolds, obviously. Um, stuff we haven't really seen from him. So just good to see him able to get back on the board there. Kind of break out of that slump a little bit, you hope. Not, We're never really concerned with him. You just don't want to prolong it. Yeah, I think Reynolds is someone who, in order for you to get concerned about him, like he's got to do it for a very extended period of time. You're not going to get concerned over like a three game skid. Uh, you know, no, having not had, I don't think he had hit a homer in a while. You know, it's been, it's been since April 7th, the home mm-hmm. opener was his last home run. Yeah. So it's been a while there. You'd like to see more power. So, you know, two ish weeks without, without a ball over the fence. But yeah, two doubles today. Definitely helpful. Uh, you know, he gets the, the 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 RBI too in the the first inning. So yeah, sacrifice fly. Yeah. So good stuff from Reynolds today. Like I said, you hope that he's kind of bouncing back there. Um, what else offensively do you want to kind of kind of get into? Yeah. Um, I mean, Marcano, he seems to be seeing the ball decently well right now. Uh, we're not seeing the swings and misses that. I think we saw in his previous call-ups. I'm not a, I'm not a big believer in Marcano personally. I think he is somewhat useful for, because of his defensive flexibility. Um, but at the plate right now, he's going to have to play a, a decent amount. And his bat-to-ball skills look like they're improving at this point. Had a good game today. I think two hits, another robbed of another. Just you want. It's what we talked about. You want one of these middle infielder young guys to step up, especially in Cruz's absence. He, another guy that's thrown his hat in the ring. One of these guys has to perform. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got Castro, you know, doing his thing since, since kind of sliding over to shortstop. Um, Bay has sort of cooled down a little bit recently. Uh, but yeah, you call it Marcano, you call it Matthias. And, you know, Matthias has, been looking pretty good the last week or so. Um, two Capito sure. Marcano again, two hits. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, I mean he's short, small sample size, but you know so far Marcano has taken the taken advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, and he's another one where his speed does create some problems on the base pass. So it's a guy you you want on the base. You want to see him play just because of his athleticism. It's another decent option that's not Josh Van Meter. Yeah. So last year we were in the situation where Josh Van Meter, I don't even want to go to his fan graphs page to see how many games he played last year because it was probably like 115. Yeah. Too many. They won't they don't have anybody like that this year. So they have like real major leaguers. Marcano and Matthias are kind of like your borderline guys who, you know, they're they're depth options, but you just I, hope, yeah, that you, you hope that when you call upon them that they that they can at least be viable replacements. And both of them so mm-hmm. far have not been have not been bad. Yeah, I don't like Matthias, obviously, but Mercado for a guy like him, you just want them to be able to bring one thing that they can do well on a baseball field. Because Mercado is probably a bench guy, and he does bring versatilities, a decent glove, and speed on the bases. That's more than we could say about the previous probably three years of bench guys. 
yeah, I think the, the, the bench is definitely a big upgrade because then what that's doing now too is you see the, you know, there's four outfielders right now who you really don't have an issue playing at any point in time between Reynolds, Swinsky, Kutch, and Connor Joe. Those four guys are all playing <laughs> as good or better than what you need them to do. Uh, so when you have that going on, you're you're going to have a, a good bench because a lot of times not all four of those guys can play. Uh, so the, the fact that you can kind of mix and match, you can give people a day off, you can still win games. I mean, they've been winning games. Brian Reynolds has had a day a day off during this streak. McCutcheon's had a day off or two maybe during one this streak. Yeah. So they're getting these guys days off, and they're still winning with their with the depth options that they have. Yeah, the depth the depth from this bench right now is more than we could hope for. I think. Um, you said it. There's there's a it's a good problem to have with what they're doing right now. There's a lot of guys that probably deserve some more at bats, and it's crowded at this point. It's a good thing to talk about. Yeah, Anthony brings up you know Kane and Smith and Jigba, right? Like. At this, like he's someone who you want to give him at bats, but the other guys are just taking so much uh, advantage of the opportunities that they're given that you've got to play them. Like you can't, you can't not play these guys who are performing to just give someone at bats who hasn't taken advantage of the opportunity he's been getting even so far. Now it's been a limited opportunity. So like we, I, I I have no judgment towards Kanan Smith and Jigba right now. Cause I mean, how can you, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, like how do you squeeze someone like that into a lineup more than once a week with the way that these guys are playing? Yeah, you can't. And they're getting to a point where I think they're going to have to make a decision on him. Uh, But Mm -hmm. right now there's just not a spot to play him. There's not really a spot, you know, but at the same time, like who Andujar is probably your other option right now. And I don't really I mean, like, I don't, I'm, I don't need to see Miguel Andujar anymore. Honestly, it might be Swaggerty just because of the, the defense being able to put yeah. him in center. Swaggerty um, is on the IL right now with an illness. So you, know, you got to think he's still probably a week or so yeah. away. Um, it's a, but again, yeah, it's a good problem to have. Like It's good that you, we're talking about the 26th player. Yeah, and it's not that like it's not that the 26th player is performing so terribly yeah. that like they need off this roster. It's just the other 25 guys are playing so well that this 26 guy can't get into a game. Right. I'm fine with it. Like we're we're yeah. sitting here com- not even complaining, just talking about how the 26th right. guy probably deserves a shot every now and then. <laughs> but it's like where where can you yeah. give him the shot? Yeah. Um yeah, I mean they everyone's playing too good. So yeah, again, good problem to have. It, it you know, if you're if you're Kane and Smith and Jigba, you, you know, definitely want some yeah. consistent playing time. But like, yeah, I, I don't I don't see where you where it fits in. I don't either. Um, no. Offensively, not much else really happened today, to be honest with you. Not a whole lot. Um, we can talk. I mean, Sawinski with another run batted yeah. in. He does strike out three times, so yeah. you know. You kind of hope that he's not back to his whole yeah, striking out a lot. He's, but he still looks really bad against lefties. Uh, he still doesn't have a hit this year against no. lefties. Yeah. And most of his bats don't look great. He's had some recently that looked okay, but still not great. It's just 
like when he makes contact, he's basically Juan Soto. Yeah. <laughs> like, like legit, like the exit velocity is there. Um, he, he doesn't chase. He, he hits the ball hard. His launch angle is like exactly where you'd want it to be. Hard hit rates where you want it to be. But uh, yeah, it's just a matter of making contact. And, and I mean, so far he, it's come out, it, it's, it's produced a, of a good yeah. baseball player to this point. He just needs to uh, kind of rein in that strikeout rate a little bit more. And I think we saw it like over this last week or so where he's been really hot. He has been better at putting the barrel to the ball. And that's ultimately what's going to lead to his success. Yeah. I mean, it's a wait and see thing with Swinski right now. I'm a little more optimistic than I had been, but still – you, you need to see this for an extended period. Yeah. Anthony says Swinsky was inexplicably walked by every lefty pitcher, um, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, I, it's, it, so far so good. Again, like six wins in a row. This team just, they just keep winning and they do it. I, I feel like a different way every single game. Yeah. It's different people stepping up on a day like today where, you know, you didn't really have the bats weren't hot, but you had a couple people come through and a couple opportunities that they had, and the pitching was good enough. So I can't say I can't say enough about Johan Ramirez and Dwayne Underwood Jr. Yeah. Though, like coming in and just kind of closing the door, giving Bednar and Holderman that day off, and still coming away with the win. Yeah, it's it's really big to just get those four innings out of only two guys tonight. You should have. Uh, refueled bullpen tomorrow so hopefully be able to hold another lead tomorrow do we want to touch on shelton real quick yeah i guess we can do a little bit so uh, terms weren't disclosed at all no. were they not that so, i've seen so derek shelton does get a uh, does get an extension today they announced that prior to the game the timing is um is interesting so it kind of leads you to believe that you know they they were trying to extend him before like mm -hmm. i don't think this is something where oh hey you just won five games in a row let's extend you like this was something that was in the works and uh yeah, yeah. I mean, what are your what are your two cents on that i guess um kind of weird i would assume it's not much a long extension here maybe just added on a year i don't know if next year was probably his last year under contract or this year was i should say um, I was, I was under the impression that his contract ran out next year. Okay. But I don't know if they ever really disclosed. They don't, yeah, they don't really disclose ever. anything like that. Yeah. Um, so the only reason I could really think to do it right now is because his contract's out this year and it's the old mm -hmm. hard how I'm a lame duck manager thing. Maybe, maybe that's but, what it was. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, if, if it was up this year, then extending him makes sense. Like I, 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 I wouldn't, I don't think it's yeah. right to have him kind of being a lame duck manager either. Right. If, if your plan is to continue with him being your manager, give him an extension. Right. Um, I probably, depending on the terms there, I probably would have um, waited until the end of the year if he was still under contract, but you know, it is what it is. I, I want to see how this whole season goes, right. but I guess the other thing too, with head coaches, you know, is that, you know, it's not like you're signing a pitcher or a shortstop. Right. Like this isn't guaranteed money. You can fire a coach anytime you want. Um, so also, there's 
there's managers that. aren't making pitcher or yeah <laughs> money manager yeah managers in, in baseball aren't aren't making as much as the players so yeah I'm, I'm i'm okay with this it's a nice like show of confidence you know that this is this is ben sherrington throwing his his confidence behind Derek shelton and yeah that's just it, it's gonna make for a good locker room you know the, the guys already clearly really like him so the, the vibes that, are immaculate right now they are I, I haven't seen vibes like this since 2015 yeah the vibes so. are immaculate so let's see if they can stay hot. Um, anything else you want to add on Shelton before we wrap things up? Uh, not really. He's, I'm, I'm not upset about it. Not like dancing in the rain about it. It's fine. Like, whatever. It doesn't really change yeah. anything to me. Yeah. Uh, just seemed a little strange was all, which is why yeah, I assumed he was... had to be in the last year of his contract. Yeah. No, I, I get that. Timing was interesting. So, yeah. Not knowing terms, though, it's kind of hard to yeah. really. Yeah. Did they just discuss. tack on another year? I don't know. Right. Yeah. Um. So again, Pirates win two to one. They are fifteen and seven now, eight games over five hundred. They face the Reds tomorrow. They go for the tomorrow's for a four game sweep of the Reds. They go for seven in mm-hmm. a row. Um, Vince Velasquez versus Hunter Green. Vinny Velo versus uh, that 102 mile an hour fastball yeah. of Hunter Green. So we'll uh, we'll see. Maybe it's another pitcher's duel. Maybe the Pirates get to Green. Maybe Vinny V starts a new uh, quality start streak. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> so uh, we'll be back here tomorrow too with another post game show. Thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. Uh, but yeah, Pirates defeat the uh, the Reds two to one, fifteen and seven on the year. Have a good rest of your Saturday evening. Peace out, Scouts. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks. Mm-hmm.